you're listening to the one two three show with me noreen Mir, on this friday afternoon and i'm really excited to turn to our very first topic and guests of today in the next 15 minutes or so we are going to hear about a brand new show called green bites uh, on the sustainable asia podcast and i'm really delighted to be joined on the program by shermaine lee and also bonnie Ao, who are the producers and the hosts of green bites welcome to the program shermaine and bonnie thank you so much for joining us this afternoon no, thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. <laughs> we are live on Facebook as well. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. Um, if you'd like to comment and join us there, join the conversation, uh, feel free to drop us a line there. Um, maybe, Bonnie, I'll go to you first. Tell us a little bit sure. more about Green Bites. Uh, what is it about? Yeah, so, so um, Green Bites is actually a new series that we just launched early this year. Um, unlike what we normally do in Sustainable Asia, which is mostly focusing on like, um, you know, documentary style podcasts. So it's more kind of like topic focused. Um, this time we decided to do something that is more short form, like 10 minute episodes. Um, and the show actually mainly offers kind of a more regular update on, you know, environmental news focusing within, you know, mostly in Asia. Um, yeah, and it's an English language podcast. So, um, yeah, it's, it, we've only done like a few episodes, so it's still quite a green or green show, as, it, <laughs> I like as that you call one. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Charmaine? Oh yeah, exactly. I think it's uh, it's I think it's a a bit different from what Sustainable Asia used to do because there are a lot of seasons about investigative journalism about environmental topics. So now we want to launch something that, um, you know, it's more regular and um, comes once a week. And I think we actually had this idea because of COVID at first, because we have mm. so much free time um, at home. And so we thought, well, why don't we do something about, um, you know, environmental news so we can keep ourselves more plugged in. And we also think actually, you know, education on climate change these days is very important. So, yeah. And I mean, this because through this kind of project, like we also, you know, personally, we are both freelance journalists as well. So, mm -hmm. I mean, by doing a lot more, you know, um, research on environmental news, we learn a lot ourselves as well. So um, and I think one point to also mention, because, you know, Charmaine was also mentioning about COVID and <laughs> we we're just kind of, you know, bored at home as well. And we wanted to do something. And so we actually volunteered this time to do this project, um, um, unlike other um series that we normally do at Sustainable Asia, where we usually partner with other um, uh, uh, groups to do, you know, focus on various topics, you know, like, I don't know, maybe something like illegal wildlife trade, other topics like plastics, um, deep sea mining, etc. So we do cover quite a big range, but then this series is mostly, um, you know, very news uh, oriented and kind of more short and bite size, as, as, which is also what the name is called. <laughs> <laughs> Green exactly. bites as well, yeah. Absolutely. So, what sorts of topics or what sorts of news? Yeah, and you can you see the logo on? here. So it's so cute. It's like a. It's like a green cookie. <laughs> oh, it's a yeah. green earth. A big pun. Yeah, it's a we... green earth, and then somebody's taken a bite out yes. of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then we purposely designed it so it looks also look like a little cookie as well, which kind of goes well with the word bite as well in the name. <laughs> so it, um, it absolutely looks like an uh, the earth, but maybe I'm hungry, <laughs> so it looks like a cookie to me. But yes, it's yeah, a, it's a bit of both combination. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's meant to be that way. Yeah. Yeah. So what sorts and, of top? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sorry, go on, Bonnie. 
Yeah, yeah. So just replying to your question earlier about what kind of news that we um, uh, do. So it really depends on what is out there. You know, every week we kind of you know look around on the internet and also find out what are the things that's happening. You know, earlier on this year, I think that one of the very first episodes that we did was um, focusing on some of the you know goals from different countries. Um, uh, that you know they've made you know especially like early I think late last year quite a few countries have you know come up with carbon neutral pledges as well and so we kind of um, reporting on that as well you know different countries what pledges have they made and what kind of goals they're aiming to to achieve as well and of course because we're based in Hong Kong so um, we definitely also include some of the news in um, you know on the environment in Hong Kong as well and I guess um, you know one of the recent ones that we uh, released it's on um, this uh, survey that um, Greenest Action, one of the uh, local NGOs, they did a survey last year about, um, you know, the consumption of COVID, uh, you know, like uh, disposable masks. Yeah. And it's quite shocking to know that, you know, actually from their estimate is 2 billion, I think, 2 billion masks being consumed just last year. Yeah, um, you know, within Hong Kong yeah. as well. So that is, you know, pretty impressive. And I remember, it's, it's quite shocking to see that number myself because I remember, um, uh, coming across this news, I actually, you know, reminds me that I actually did the survey last year as well. I got shared the link um, by, you know, some of my friends on WhatsApp as well. So actually knowing the results like after, you know, a couple of months and, you know, knowing that quite shocking figure is actually, you know, <laughs> uh, really, really draws your attention to, you know, how COVID has impacted this whole, you know, environmental side of things and how much waste we're also producing because of that as well. Yeah. That's such a great point, Bonnie, because I, I think w people felt like they were making progress. I think people sort of cared a, a lot more about the climate crisis, but then came COVID and then it was back to single-use single, single use plastics and, you know, even yeah. restaurants and things mm. because of hygiene reasons. Yeah, um, coffee oh, chains, takeaways, take yeah. absolutely. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I think Charmaine, Charmaine, I don't know if you've got anything to add as well. There was, I think we did something else uh, on. Uh, oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I also think, yeah, what Bonnie talked about is something that we are both very interested in. And also, I think on top of the uh, more alarming new style, we also want to, you know, shine some light on something that's positive as well, like the solutions that are available or some new kind of green innovations available. Mm -hmm. So um, we also talked about, which I'm personally also very curious about, is this lab-grown chicken in Singapore. So we covered that on our first episode and I um, heard asked that. our listeners yes. to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm very curious ab about that. So we, we plan to put more also positive news in, in the show as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. try to balance it a little bit because, you know, when you talk mm -hmm. about environmental issues, it's always like kind of negative and very daunting. But actually, when you, you know, dig deep into it, you realize actually a lot of different countries are doing many different things, you know, proposing new, like more sustainable initiatives, like more, you know, renewable energy sources or new materials that are designed for, you know, new packaging or, you know, alternative meat, you know, all sorts of different ways to try and contribute to this whole issue. So it's just really good to, you know, when you're actually looking into all these issues, you learn so much as well. So. So, yeah, we're, we're definitely enjoying it ourselves, even though it's like a, you know, just yeah. a passion project that we kind of was <laughs> discussing it, you know, last year, like, what should we do? What should we do, you know, with this free time? And, and then, and then we decided to, you know, do something like this. <laughs> I can totally feel your passion, both of you. And it's so amazing to hear two young journalists sort of feel so passionate about um, such an important cause. And for our listeners, uh, do get it. If you get a chance to do go to uh, their website, you can go to the Sustainable Asia podcast page. It's on 
as Apple. It's on Spotify, yeah. all channels yeah. of communication. Uh, it's it's a brand new uh, podcast uh, series, uh, part of the Sustainable Asia podcast. And yeah. what I love about it is that it is bite sized. You know, each podcast is ten minutes, um, a, a bit less than ten minutes, and really you get a, a flavor of what's happening globally mm. in Asia and around the world. And um, the impression I got from it is it's yeah, it's not all sort of doom and gloom, and that there are mm. solutions. I think it's a real testament yeah. to, to, to both of you for your wonderful and positive delivery. Um, where do you find your news then? Because there is just so many websites and so many places to find your sources. Where do you go and, and how do you finally decide which bits to include and then which news to sort of <laughs> not include? Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, uh, this is a, like kind of the time where we kind of put our journalism hats on, right? So um, this is also kind of what we also do, you know, with other um, journalism-related projects that we do as well. Like we've done, um, uh, you know, how we usually report as well. So basically looking up on, you know, wide me uh, news media like Reuters or other um, like big organization and media outlets as well. But we also look at a lot of like... Um, uh, you know, green environmental news oriented um, websites as well. I mean, um, because especially it's also Asia focus as well. So we try to find, you know, um, websites within the region. I mean, of course, like websites like National Geographic and all that is also very useful, but they definitely have a very broad range. You know, many of it is really kind of like globally uh, kind of oriented. So um, we have to kind of select and sift through things that are, you know, really Asia focused ourselves. And also we have an intern to help us as well. I'm Jashing. Mm. She's been doing a great job with us because um, she's also <laughs> a student, journalism student at, at HKU. So um, uh, that's how we, you know, all the three of us, we work together on the script. And then, you know, we also do a bit of research. Every week we kind of try and find something new. And actually when we plan as well, we try to, because it's kind of also hard to cover so much within um, 10 minutes so it's really of a decision making process where um, we you know we decide the kind of topic or a certain uh, uh, issue that we want to focus you know maybe there was one for example there was one episode we wanted to really focus on we found you know we found out about the the, the survey that Greenest Action did in Hong Kong so we decided we want to do an episode focusing more on Hong Kong and maybe within China as well and then you know and then also COVID focused. So then we talked about like, uh, you know, we found out some new kind of innovative mass uh, materials that was developed in other Southeast Asian countries. So then it kind of, and then we kind of just like link the dots together with the, with the script. Um, and then, you know, Charmaine and now we kind of go through it and kind of polish it until it, uh, it's, you know, it's <laughs> at least to our satisfaction, at least, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah very high standards i'm sure um one thing that strikes me is because it is bite size you know you have to get and, and it's very well delivered once you get that information you really digest it yourselves and then you put it into mm. the script and then mm. and, and then you read it um it, it's not easy to be able to condense these news stories into sort of really small bite size and in each episode you have maybe about three to five different news bits and and you make it very conversational mm. um what are some of the challenges in terms of the script writing you know how much of it do you how much of the news do you share how much do you then leave it for the audience to um do their own research because it kind of keeps us wanting more yeah charmaine uh so i think for script writing we do um screen through a lot of news before picking the ones that we do and we 
uh, we definitely also do like read all of them and before writing. And I think it's great because we have a team and I think, you know, Marcy as well, who's like the mother figure of our team. <laughs> so she's giving a lot of, a lot of advice and um, check if uh, the way we write is um, really good for podcasts, because sometimes maybe we use some terms that listeners might not know. So it's good to sort of simplify those terms as well. And we also want to know what people uh, would would really want to know more about in our podcast. So uh, Bonnie and I came up with this social media campaign called hashtag share your bite, where people can tell us what they want to know more about. And in the next episodes, then we can cover more about those um, topics. That's mm. brilliant. Um, well, um, Mother Marcy gets in touch on Facebook. By the way, for our <laughs> listeners, do join us uh, via Facebook uh, Live. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. We're chatting with Bonnie Ao and also Charmaine Lee, who are the producers and the hosts of Green Bite, uh, which is uh, part of the new Sustainable Asia podcast. Um, Marcy says, have you noticed more uh, interest from young Hong Kong people on environmental issues? <laughs> Charmaine? Yeah. I oh, mean, Bonnie? Uh, yeah, sh- yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, Definitely. I mean, even within the team as well, I mean, actually, even with Charmaine, I didn't know that she was interested in environmental issues before, you know, when we were course mates, because um, we actually graduated out um, from HKU together. Um, it was later on when we caught up, you know, for a coffee and then we decided we learned that actually, oh, Charmaine is actually very interested in <laughs> environmental issues. So that's how it all started with this whole program. And I guess Charmaine can talk a little bit more about, you know, uh, you know, the outreach as well through um, you know, when we when we do this podcast and you know how, how that has reached to you know our audience as well. But yeah, that's how we started at least. <laughs> I know Charmaine is interested. <laughs> Charmaine? Oh yeah, definitely. Um so I I think uh we, we do have some listeners and we um so we also have this uh campaign called Green New Year Resolutions where we asked our listeners to talk about what they want to do more for the environment this year. Mm-hmm. So um so at the end of uh, episode, which is upcoming, by the way, please listen to it. <laughs> so uh, we will read out some of our friends who actually messaged us privately about what they plan to do this year. And so I feel like it's great. Like we want this show to also influence more people in Hong Kong and also people from other regions to do more. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, from a from a more kind of. For us, we are, you know, in a journalistic perspective, it's really, you know, journalists kind of tell the story and tell what the facts are out there. But then, you know, it's really up to the readers or the audience or listeners to decide what they want to do after, you know, reading about or listening about, you know, these kind of information. So, and, you know, I think the bed and also for us as well, by, you know, absorbing all this information and delivering it out to the audience, we also ourselves, we, you know, we shouldn't just stay as, you know, writing about it or talking about it that you know we should also take action ourselves and so actually mm, Charmaine exactly. and I you know we were planning to because Charmaine mentioned in the first episode for her you know new year resolutions that she was going to do more beach cleanups and uh you know uh That's coming right. this year and so we're actually planning to do it together um, on a hiking trip uh to not beach but like you know we go hiking and then we, we're gonna plan and bring our uh, plastic bags and then go and collect some trash you know lying around mm-hmm. in the in the countryside in the hills 
So um, yeah, we're pretty excited, but we're still trying to find time to that you know, on a weekend <laughs> to go. So we're scheduling exactly. it. So yeah, that's great. Um, Charmaine and Bonnie, why do you think the younger generation sort of care more about the environment more than ever? Do you feel like it's because we know more and, and we feel like there's less time left for us to do something? Why do you think the younger generation cares more about the environment? Charmaine? I guess because our generation will be the one who really can see the biggest impact later. And I think um, also I think one person was a really big inspiration, which is Greta Thunberg. I think, um, you know, she really um, started the whole uh, student activism on environmental protection. And I think I was very touched as well because it makes me feel like actually one person, what one person does can have so much influence. And um, it also, I mean, for sure, I feel like for us, there's a limit to what we can do. But eventually, we want to know more about this. And eventually, we would want to push governments and big corporations who are usually, um, you know, emitting a lot of greenhouse gases to actually do more on protecting mm. the environment. Yeah, I mean, especially like... Apart from Green Bites, also with other series that we've I've worked on with Sustainable Asia, and through actually talking to a lot of like these um, green activists and also NGO um, you know founders and people who are actually working in this field, it you know it really makes me realize how actually, especially at least within Hong Kong, that um, there's actually so much so many people that actually care for the environment, and this just struck me because before when we when we first learned about this, at least for me, when I first learned about this whole you know environmental issue like climate change or pollution, all, all those, it just sounds really daunting. It sounds almost like hopeless to solve because it's such a big problem, right? But then when you actually see all these, you know, individuals working, you know, making their way through and tackling, tackling their way through this whole problem, I mean, it's, it, you know, to many people, it might just be a very small little action, um, but actually, you know, together, like every tiny tiny action actually counts, right? So then everyone is making a little contribution to the to the world. And I realized how, uh, you know, people actually, uh, especially because now this whole thing with Greta as well, and a lot of the young activists that are actually leading the trend right now. So um, definitely this whole issue is becoming more, uh, you know, more of a main focus um, with more me media exposure as well. Um, is making, you know, more, pe more people actually aware of it and actually care and want to make a change. And also, it's really the future generation that's living, you know, that they, they, they're going to stay on this earth and continue, you know, live, live in it. So I think they also saw the urge, I guess, to, you know, really improve it and or at least slow down the impacts of, you know, for example, climate change or pollution and, you know, plastic waste, etc. Yeah, that's right. And people want change and people just need an avenue and a platform. Mm. A lot of the times, you know, maybe before when we think of Hong Kong, we think of people wanting to make money, people mm. wanting to, you know, um, buy a property. But, you know, when you really look deeply into our society, there are many, many people who are doing really great things for our community, yeah. especially on the environmental front, you know, um, when there are plastic pellet spills, when there are um, disaster that strikes, whether it's uh, the typhoon mm -hmm. or something, there are always beach cleanups, there are always people who want to clean up, you know, the country parks, there just needs to yeah. be a platform and, and Hong Kongers actually want to play their part uh, to make yeah. our city uh, yes. more beautiful. Just, yeah, I mean, if you see like some of these young activists who are like, like they're like, 
11 or 12 years old and they're you know already out there doing petitions and campaigns it just makes you reflect on yourself like you know we're all adults and you know what you know we should be the ones actually leading and you know making being the the role model and you know leading ahead and so that people can learn from you know the younger generation can you know have a you know learn learn to to kind of contribute to that but then they are actually the ones who lead who are leading the whole world making a change so you know we should be the ones that you know feel kind of uh uh not, not maybe not embarrassed but you know at least ashamed uh, we yeah, should be ashamed yeah ashamed <laughs> yeah. And, and really exactly so yeah I mean, exactly. if you look at how, how rich Hong Kong is and, and if you mm-hmm. think about how much can be done on the recycling front, it's yeah. it, it's it's sinful to, to think that we don't have a great recycling exactly. system yeah. um, in place. But maybe that's a, a topic for, for another time. <laughs> um, but for sure, I think children really influence the children and young people really influence mm-hmm. the lives of adults. When you've got children yeah. asking you, you know, why do you need a straw, mummy and daddy? And you think, yeah, why exactly. do I need a straw? Um, <laughs> very quickly, before I let you both go. Um, it sounds like you, you guys have done so much research in, for, for each week. How has all that research changed the way that you both have lived your life? I'm sure sometimes, you know, I, I know sometimes when I do research, I think, gosh, have I re- is, is, are the statistics really that shocking? How am I contributing to, to, to that statistics, um, to those statistics? Um, how has your research changed the way uh, you live? Bonnie? Yeah, sure. Um, I think... Well, actually, personally, I mean, on a daily basis, I think ever since I think you know, it's also kind of an influence from my upbringing as well. Like my mom is also kind of, you know, with her Asian kind of mindset that we shouldn't be very wasteful, and so I think I kind of grew <laughs> grew up, you know, knowing that we shouldn't be sh- we shouldn't waste anything. We try to reuse everything. We try to, um, you know, finish all the food that we eat so we don't have anything that goes into the bin, and then all the packaging that we use, like a you know, even a bottle of. Uh, jam or something we wash it and we use it for something else yeah, and so exactly <laughs> right so so that's the kind of thing that you know which which is already kind of engraved in my daily life so and by learning more about you know, you know as we as we as we research through it it just really makes us you know treasure the resources that we have right now and really kind of puts you know makes me have more of a sense of responsibility because we're living on this earth as well right that we should really do more to um, uh, you know, make it maybe not make a change, but at least you know, make people make at least one person or even two person uh, more aware of what is going on out there. You know, just really as a journalist to kind of spread the news and you know, be aware of what is out there that is going on within the uh, within you know the environmental industry. You know, not just bad things, but you know, good things as well. That you know, so that we can all stay hopeful and um, you know, uh, make a change or you know, at least be hopeful in this in this place you know especially with covid and all that things that kind of influence um you know a lot of people and we're kind of in this kind of uh time of the year where it's every everything can just get so um you know upsetting as well but by looking into all these different news um it definitely gives a wider perspective for us you know to think things in a more uh I guess more dimensional way. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking yeah. of speaking of jam, Bonnie and Charmaine, I've always had this fantasy of having a jam shop where, because I keep those jam jars, <laughs> and and I just wish there was a place. If not, I'll open it. Uh-huh. I'm just not very good at jam making, but like a massive, uh-huh. you know, those soft swell ice cream that you can just do, press the oh, yeah, yeah. press the thing and then the mm, ice cream yeah, comes yeah, yeah. out. I wish there was something uh-huh. like that for jam, and then you just bring your jar to that shop, <laughs> and then if yeah. you just press the button, and then the jam will just fill your jam jar. Anyway. 
Maybe I'm. <laughs> maybe I'm sure, somebody. I'm listening. sure there must be someone. <laughs> someone out there must be doing something similar. You know, I mean, because you know these like no packaging kind of thing is like、mm. the trend, kind of the trend that is people trying to bring about, right? With you know, you bring your own containers to buy. Yeah, exactly. To buy, take away. Maybe when I retire, or maybe my side gig, and the shop will be called. <laughs> I don't know. Come jam with me, or I don't know, jamming with us, or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm、so、definitely、cool. gonna bring my、yes. bring my bring my、uh, glass bottles and jar, empty jars to you. This to is my、store. jam. <laughs> um, and what about you, Shermaine? Yeah.、Um, how has this sort of how has all the research changed the way you live? Um, I think it really it really struck me when when we uh, script um, you know the episode about how our masks and a lot of like takeaway containers really polluted the ocean. So sometimes when I'm doing scripting, I also like cook on the side. And when I looked at wow, there are so many packaging on all these like supermarket food, and I thought okay, maybe next time I can just go to a wet market to buy food instead、yes. and bring my own bag. And I think like these little things, like Bonnie said, like if they added up, if you added add them up, they can actually、um, be a good, really good influence. And we can also talk about it on the show, and like, you know, hope our listeners would do the same. Absolutely.、Mm-hmm. Finally,、uh, remind our listeners once again: Have you got a website, and where can people find out more about Green Bites? Yeah, sure.、Um, so you can you can check out our podcast on、um, the Sustainable Asia website at sustainableasia dot co, or you can also check it out on、um, Apple Podcasts and also Spotify. If you just type Green Bites, then you know it will come up, or you can type in Sustainable Asia and you'll be able to find us. And Please、um, don't forget to leave a, a hashtag share bite, you know, <laughs> on the com- in the comment section in, in our social media page, and we'd love to hear because it's it's always great to interact with our listeners and find out, you know, what they're doing with their lives to contribute to this whole sustainable living lifestyle. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Charmaine and Bonnie, it's been such a pleasure to chat with you. So sad I can't meet you both in person. I hope one day、yeah. we can meet. Thank you so much、yes. for, for all your sharing today. I really enjoyed chatting with you both, and we've been chatting with Bonnie Ao. And also Shermaine Lee, who are the producers and the hosts of Green Bites, which is a, a brand new Green News roundup around the region、uh, on the Sustainable Asia podcast. Thank you so much for your time、uh, this afternoon. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.